L.I.W. The Twilight Zone Review is brought to you by The Twilight Saga, the thing that shows up every time I try to IMDb The Twilight Zone so I can talk about it in this very show. What an asshole franchise, right? Phoenix West, The Twilight Zone Episode Review Show. Hello, citizens. I'm Phoenix West. Welcome to LAW The Twilight Zone Review. Today's episode is 129 Nightmare as a Child. It debuted April 29th, 1960. That's a fact. A fucking fact. So, guys, I have full disclosure. I'm just going to say this now. If you haven't seen this episode, stop listening to this right now and go watch it. It's on Netflix for free. Well, you know, you got to pay for Netflix, obviously. Can't get around that unless you, you know, look up a password. I don't know. Do your fucking thing. Get on Netflix and watch the goddamn episode. Anyway, my point is, I don't want to ruin this episode for anybody, because this is in my top three episodes. This is Shadow Play, Obsolete Man, and Nightmare as a Child are my, my favorite three episodes, so this is one of them, guys. This is very exciting for me. I, I know you're, you're very excited as well. So, this one is interesting. I, I love this episode so much, and... It's because they did something. They weren't trying to go way too sci-fi with it, and they just kept it more in her head and stuff like that. I like that sort of stuff. I'm, I'm more grounded. Even though The Twilight Zone is one of my favorite shows, I still am more grounded as a person as far as how I like my fantasy in a weird way. I know that sounds stupid, but I like like I like video games that are more reality. I don't like it when it's like this. you can fly around and shit like that. I don't know. I like real things, you know? So this one is just, it's a really simple story. It's, it's terribly simple, actually. This is a terrible episode. No. The woman starts off, woman gets off the elevator. She sees a little blonde girl sitting on some dirty-ass carpeted stairs in her apartment complex. And then she's like, hey, you want some hot chocolate? And I'm like, if a man did that to that little girl, sex pervert. He's a sex pervert. Just immediately. He doesn't even have to do anything yet. He just is in the category of sex pervert. And he, she's like, she talks to the little girl. She gets it. She's like, I know all about you. You don't like marshmallows. She talks like um, Hannibal Lecter, I guess, would be the best way to describe her speech pattern. She talks in a way that people don't actually talk, and it's kind of amazing. It's like they, they found like a really serious little girl, like if Helen Hunt was, was seven years old and then just got her to talk. Like Jodie Foster, someone that really almost has no sense of humor, and they just got her to repeat these lines verbatim. It's and it comes off as really like creepy, but not in like a bad way, but like, like oh, she's just a grown up in a child's body. It's really weird. Um, and she describes the, the hot cocoa and the stove and stuff when she's making it for, her, and she's like, I don't much like hot things. You got burnt once, right below your elbow. And I was, I was like, okay. There, and she shows her elbow, and she has a scar. The older lady does. Um. Yeah, the Helen, this is the older lady. Helen's the older lady. And then she has a little scar on her elbow. I'm sorry, I, haven't, I didn't describe her name at all. So then they have a little conversation about Marky is her name. She says so she goes by Marky. And she's like, I go by Marky. Did you hear me? Marky. And there's a little subtle hint there. Which I'm going to spoil is that Marky is the little girl. But she's also she's the little girl of, of Helen. But the way she says, I go by Marky, did you hear me, Marky? is a really big hint that she's, it's like comma Marky, like, did you hear me, Marky? Like, not saying, did you hear me, dot, 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 they call me Marky. She didn't say that. It's just the way she said it, where it's actually a huge clue. So, let's see, she, 
basically, Marky goes, did you see someone today? Or you saw someone today, didn't you? Outside of the school, you saw a man, but they didn't recognize him. But he made, her, made you frightened, didn't he? And she's like, quizzes him, quizzes her. She reminds me so much of Hannibal Lecter. It's kind of amazing. It's the way she speaks. Like, you saw a man today, didn't you, Clarice? I know you did, yes. So the, the hero knock at the door, and then the little girl runs into the other room, and it's like a Seinfeld's apartment where you don't really know what's in the back, and she just runs off. And then there's a man at the door and says, you know, he's a, I was a friend of your mom, Helen. Uh, I'm Peter Selden. And then they talk about Helen's sickness as a child, about her memory of the tragic night. I guess her mom was murdered. And then, okay, this, <laughs> I hate saying this is one of my favorite episodes, and then I keep talking about, uh, you know, molesting children. Um, this kind of sends the wrong message as, as far as what I'm trying to get across. But there, is a, there are a couple red flags here. But this one's on purpose. He goes, you know, they're talking about their, how she lost her memory of what happened. She doesn't really remember her mom getting murdered. And then he goes, you know, I remember when you, when you, when you were back then. And then, because we know she's Marky at this point. Oh, well, you don't. The audience says, but I do, because I've seen it. But, okay. He goes, I had a, I got a minute. I had a crush on you back then. And I was like, motherfucker, she was seven. You're, you're at least 20 years older than her. He's an old man when he comes into the apartment. And she's like... I don't know, 30, 30, maybe, I don't know. And he is just like in his late 50s. And he just flat out admits he had a crush on a seven-year-old. I'm like, dude, red flag, get him the fuck out of there. Even if you don't know who he is yet, get him the fuck out of there. He just he just admitted it. Like, there's no way. Hide Marky from him. If you don't know who Marky is yet, Helen, just get her the fuck out of there. You don't, this guy's just a, a pedophile on legs with like just walking around admitting it. He has no problem just saying, hey, yep. I've been the seven-year-old sometimes, you know? Maybe it was personal. You know, people say don't take it personally. Maybe he did mean this personally. He's like, I was in the you when you were seven, not in the seven-year-olds. He's doing the, the dad from seventh heaven thing where he's like, I'm not a child molester. I'm just into that girl. Like, okay, yeah, I'm sure that's how it works. You, you justify it however you have to. So Peter says he was the first person there when the mom was murdered, and Helen says she saw a man when... When her mom was killed, but he can't. She can't remember his face. You know, she starts looking at the cocoa that Marky had, and it's untouched. It's just completely full. She's like, "That's a weird trick." Because I could have sworn she drank it all, but I guess not. And he, she calls her little Marky, and then Peter's like, "You know, that was your nickname as a child. That's weird." And then she starts to hear Marky singing "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star," really creepy like, and like Nightmare on Elm Streetish, like "Twinkle Twinkle," like from the other room. It's really echoey. It's in her head. And then uh, <clears throat> Peter steps back into the apartment because, you know, he starts to see what's going on with her. Uh, she's starting to remember it. What are the odds? Odds are pretty good because she's remembering it because she saw him today. Okay, so she's remembering this, and she's hearing the song. And she, but she does this thing that Twilight Zone actors do a lot. She puts her fucking back to the other actor. She just, like, looks the other way, and he is just completely behind her, which is just a... It's like uh, when dogs meet, and then one of them has to be the alpha dog, so the other dog just rolls over and, like, submits, you know? This is what that is. She meets this guy, and she's like, oh, he's, he's a psycho, and I'm going to go ahead and put my back to him. That way, if he has to do any psycho things, uh, have at it, you know? Do your psycho things to my back, stranger who's admitted to being into a seven-year-old. Goddamn, dude. Seriously. But they do this a lot in this show. Um, they do it so they can both face the camera, 
I, I realize it's kind of like a play because I don't really have a whole lot of cameras in this show. But they do it so they're both in frame. It's a cool-looking shot, but really, logistically, it makes zero sense um, as far as the characters would, would be concerned. Okay, so Peter, for some goddamn reason, has a photo of Helen as a child just, like, in his wallet. And I was like, uh, again, red flags are just shooting. Like, it's like a fucking soccer match, just red cards, just flying in the air, just penalties left and right on this guy just jesus christ get out of there helen even if you don't know who he is yet like the twist is that he killed the mom obviously you know that's where that's going again i said watch it before you listen to this you dumb fuck i'm sorry why do i lash out but seriously that's a red flag no matter what no matter you don't know who he is like you have a picture of me as a fucking child Uh, i could be wrong i could be remembering this wrong i did watch this episode like two weeks ago I was going to record it two weeks ago, but I was sick. I couldn't speak. So uh, maybe maybe that's the best case scenario that she had the picture and he found it. I don't know. I don't fucking know. And anyway, the point is the little girl was, it's Marky. The little girl was just there not drinking the cocoa. It's that fucking girl, obviously. You know that's who it is. Um, And then Peter's just gone because she just wakes up and then has a, like a little flashback memory thing of her as a child and she's sleeping and her mom is murdered during an argument, and then he just, like, strangles her and puts her on the ground. I guess he beats her head in. I don't know. Um, she goes out into the hallway. Marky's still on the stairs. Helen's like, go home. And then Marky has this awesome, like, you don't remember? You were doing so well, Helen. You were starting to remember things. Again, like Hannibal Lecter. Very creepy. So Marky shows Helen the photo, and she's like, remember? And, it's, and at this point... <clears throat> It really is possible that the man, Peter, is just fucking with her. Like, her, him and the little girl are just working with her. Like, maybe he wants into her rent-controlled apartment. I don't know. It really could be they're just fucking with her to drive her insane. Like, I, I have no idea. But uh, that's not the plot they go with. That's not the, the resolution they end up going with. But that is a real possibility at this point. And I kind of would like that if they were just fucking with her. That would be way more grounded in reality than her having flashbacks coming to life and memories being revealed and stuff like that, like the pieces being put back together. But that would have been an awesome little twist there if they were just like, we got her out of the apartment. <laughs> Let's rob her. Or, you know, that, that we, we exacted our revenge from when she did this to me. And then they do a little flashback for Peter. And Marky's his daughter. I don't know. It would have been fucking awesome. They could have done something. I want to I want to reshoot this episode with a very strange twist in the second half where it becomes color and it's modern actors and the little girl is not a little girl cuz I don't want to work with children. So it'll be like just a grown up. It'll be me in a wig. I'll just do that. I work I work solo. And I can just replay the scenes and just reenact it in my own writing, like some sort of weird fan fiction. That'd be fun. Where the fuck am I? Oh man, I get lost a lot. Okay, so Marky explains to Helen exactly what happened, and her voice is amazing. I love the way she just says words. She's like, he hit, he hit her in the head. A lot of H's there and popping on the mic, sorry. He hit her in the head over and over. You remember? Hit her in the head. And, oh, man, her voice is just insanity. <laughs> it's, it's very creepy. Um, 
So Helen turns around after hearing this, and Peter's just fucking standing there like a... He looks like a rabid dog in this shot. He's just like, you remember? I wanted to be the first to tell you. Yeah. He looks like he's ready to like feast on her, like a vampire of some sort. And he's like, I wanted to be the first to tell you what happened. I'm the one who killed your mother. Ha, ha, ha. And, you know, I, I realize I'm making fun of it, but it really is one of my favorite episodes. But he's just hamming it up, this actor. He, he tells Helen she has to die, obviously, because when you, you know, when, when this shit comes to light, you got to kill some people, you know? And I realize at this point, he has to kill her, but he kind of did a self-fulfilling prophecy here because he knew, he knew eventually she would remember. Okay, so there's the prophecy. She will remember one day and I'll have to deal with her. Okay. He self-fulfills this prophecy because she remembers because she saw the motherfucker outside of her school watching her at work. That's why she remembers. So if this fucking guy didn't show up at her school, he wouldn't have to deal with this anymore. He could just keep pushing it off. He could just never have to deal with this. And I mean, he would never know. But at this point, he's so close to the fucking grave anyway. Why even, why even risk it? But I'm just saying, he created this his own problem here, which led to his death because she just sloughs, you know, like he's like, you have to die. And she just softly pushes past him. She's like, ah. Starts knocking on neighbor's doors. He runs after her. He falls down the stairs. The goddamn death. The goddamn, he goddamn dies. He's just dead. Deadzo. So he killed himself, basically, is what I'm saying, because he created all this. Even without saying, you know, the murder and he deserved it. I'm just saying... He, if he didn't show up at her school, he would not have to worry about this. And he just created all this on his own. Anyway, um, they cut to later. She's all wrapped up in a blanket and shit. And then the doctor's there, you know, and he has to explain this complex plot to the cop, which is the audience. Whenever you see this in TV shows and movies, it's, it's, it happens in movies a lot, where it's, it's in dumbed down movies, where they go... And I can't believe this, Hank, you know, that this happened. And then this character, and she, he showed up, and, you know, he killed her mom, and she, she remembered, and he had to deal with it, and then he fell down the stairs to death. That's what happened. You know, it happens every day. Yep, that's, a, that's, a, that's the life of a, of a doctor. Yep, that's, a, that's my life. How are you doing, cop? Like, they just really, really explain it so you're not confused at all. But it's so unnecessary because the entire plot of this episode was slowly describing what was going on. He, Peter even states it like three or four times. Like, I know you're going to remember. And now you remember, right? And she's like, I remember. And then Marky keeps going, do you remember, Helen? Do you remember? And I don't need to hear the fucking doctor explain this to me anymore. Like, how dumb did they think people were back then? I just don't understand <laughs> the logic of it. I just, I get it. Helen starts to hear the twinkle, twinkle, little star thing again. She goes down the hallway and sees another little girl on the stairs. And I was like, oh, I thought it was going to be Marky. I thought she was going to literally raise herself. Like, hey, Marky, come on to my apartment. And she just raises herself to a grown-up again. Like some sort of weird, I don't know. Like in Benjamin Button, I know he doesn't raise himself there, but his like wife or girlfriend, whatever the fuck she was, just raises him, anti-raises him, unraises him, whatever you want to call it. From, you know, from like a child to down to a baby to nothingness. She just takes care of him. And it's like someone, it's just a really weird scenario that she was in. But she could have done this, raised herself, raised her weird memory version of herself that doesn't like marshmallows. Okay, so and at this point I was like, but it was a l different little girl on the stairs is my point there. 
And she's like, who are you? Where's your mommy? And I was like, ugh. I don't, I don't like hearing that sentence. And then, and I'm like, sometimes trauma makes people into sex perverts. And I'm like, if that was herself, like, can you molest yourself as a little girl? Is that cool? I don't, it would it be, uh, this is going to sound really creepy, but it was a, like a legitimate thought. Because it might, originally was like, ooh, she's like going to molest this girl. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's herself. I forgot. But I'm like, does that count? And it's kind of like when you, know, you clone yourself. Can you, if you fuck yourself, is that masturbation? Like that sort of, you know, hack joke. But really, I am curious. Could you, what would it be called is more what I'm asking. I'm just curious. I'm not going to molest my past self, okay? I'm not, I'm not into that. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. And, you know, if someone throws it back with an answer, that's cool, too. I'm going to go. I seem really creepy right now. I should probably shut the fuck up, right? Anyway, this episode only has a 7.5. And some shitty episodes have like 8.6s. And I can't figure that out. It really does drive me nuts. 7.5 is not high enough for me. This is a really good episode. It could be one of those things where I just like it a lot. And people just didn't care for it. But this is one of the episodes I show other people. I'll show them it and be like, yeah, hey, it's a good episode. And they all seem to like it. So I don't know. I don't know why it only has a 7.5. So go fix that. Go rate it higher if you liked it. If you didn't like it, go rate it higher. Just do what it, do my will. Do what I say. All right, guys. I'm going to head out of here. Go check out American 7. I just posted it yesterday. September 12th. nineteen. Well, wow. What the fuck? September 12th, 2016. It's not the 90s anymore. What the fuck just happened there? Wow. That really just happened. That was legit. Okay. Go check it out. It's on Colin Kaepernick and Tommy Lahren and Black Lives Matter and shit like that. It's it's fun. It's a little slideshow thing. It took a lot of work. It was exhausting. I had to collect thousands of pictures and tweets and YouTube comments that I therefore and then, and then not therefore then I would go on there and comment and then I would have these weird online debates calling people out on their fucking racist behavior. I don't know. It's a lot of fun. Go check it out on the YouTube page, youtube.com slash land. Um, go to LAWstudios.com, check out all the shows. You can see them on there. I'm not going to go into that. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Um, I'm going to go think about, you know, my past self some more and really figure out where things went wrong. And I'm going to deal with that. So until next time, and in the meantime, um, I'm Phoenix West. And that's how it's going to be. So long, citizens.